The Holy Gospel is written in the 15th chapter of the Gospel according to St. Matthew, beginning at the 21st verse. Glory be to thee. Jesus went thence and departed into the coasts of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coasts and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with a devil. But he answered her not a word. And his disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away, for she crieth after us. But he answered and said, I am not sent, but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then came she and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, It is not meet to take the children's bread and to cast it to the dogs. And she said, Truth, Lord, yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto thee even as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. This is the word of the Lord. I speak in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And here we are, reflecting on the second Sunday of Lent. And Jesus has less time to cram everything into his life. And in the 15th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew I read just now, we can start to begin to see the tide turning against Jesus. In chapter 14 of Matthew, John the Baptist was beheaded, a clear sign of the opposition to the Jesus movement. But Jesus had fed the 5,000, walked on the water, showing that he is the Lord of creation. And in chapter 15, Jesus had challenged the teachings of the elders. Then, following that confrontation, Jesus went out of the country to the region of Tyre and Sidon and met a Canaanite woman. Then as he came back to the region of Galilee, he fed the 4,000. And in chapter 16, Jesus will give his own first prediction of his death. Wow, is he not busy? He has a very short time on earth, about three years for his ministry. And our gospel reading today, the story of the Canaanite woman, is probably one that we find rather disturbing. Jesus seems to be behaving in a way that is not at all characteristic of him. Unless we had this story in the Gospels, we would surely not imagine Jesus ever behaving as he does in this story. When the woman asks for his help, Jesus doesn't even answer her. He ignores her completely. He is, we might say, willfully deaf to her heartfelt cry for help, even when she persists with it, refusing to take his silence for an answer. When Jesus does speak, it is apparently to exclude any possibility that he would heal her daughter. Only when she cleverly answers back does give in. The di disciples, of course, are, are trying to protect him from being engulfed by people, but it is only occasion when Jesus seems himself to want precisely that. Is this really the same Jesus we know from the rest of the Gospels as the one who welcomed all comers, who went out of his way to reach the outcasts of the society, the marginalized, the sinners? 
The only way to answer that is to do what we always have to do when someone we know behaves in an uncharacteristic way. We have to find some way of understanding how they can do that, how it is consistent with what we otherwise know of that person, how our mental portrait of that person might have to be revised to accommodate this surprising aspect of them. When the Jesus of the gospel stories surprises us, we mustn't back away from that surprise. We must attend to it, because it will take us on to a fuller understanding of Jesus than we've had up until now. And this story is essentially built around the conversation between the woman and Jesus. Jesus had withdrawn far up the coast to the region of Tyre and Sidon. Oh, perhaps he was simply trying to get away from difficult events in Israel. This was a chance meeting. Jesus was going to this Canaanite area and might have bumped into this Canaanite woman. But the conversation gives unusually the impression, as we've said, that Jesus was not willing to answer her request because of who she was. What is clear is that the woman was not going to give up, but kept pleading even with her Canaanite background. She wanted Christ to recognize her great faith. Jesus equally wanted to convince people he was the Messiah, <clears throat> and here he had met a woman of great faith. <clears throat> we have the Old Testament background of conflict between the kings of Israel and the Canaanites. The story, though, is about the persistent faith of this woman. And Matthew's Jesus audience, Jewish audience, would have been interested to know that Jesus did a miracle for a Canaanite woman in Gentile land. Jesus had healed Gentiles before, but always in Jewish territory. And Jesus, looking at his life and the time ebbing away, Jesus was trying to control the timing of things. He did not want people to make him king, and he did not want the confrontation with his enemies to come to a head too soon. So frequently he withdrew or told people not to say anything about a miracle or a number of un other unexpected acts. It appears, and we can only surmise that, that Jesus withdrew for a time both to let the conflict settle a bit and to turn attention to Gentiles in this act. The timing is most significant. The Jewish leaders were rejecting him, and the Gentile woman who hardly knows him was seeking mercy. The Canaanite, Canaanite woman came crying out to Jesus, Lord, son of David, have mercy on me. My daughter is suffering terribly from demon possession. And we know her words were significant, giving Matthew's description of her as a Canaanite. As such, Jesus is sovereign over her and her land, and all she can do is cry for mercy. It is the setting and her words that prompt the disciples, and then Jesus, to respond the way they do. And at first, of course, Jesus was silent, no doubt, to see if she would persevere, and she did, following him down the street, crying out, even though the disciples said, send her away. Well, this woman would not be put off and so knelt before him and begged, Lord, help me. So Jesus did this miracle for a Gentile woman who had greater faith than the Jews who were rejecting and challenging Jesus' claims. It teaches us about the grace of God. Jesus is not playing games with the woman, but the crisis between Jesus and the Jews was soon to intensify. And Jesus is making it clear that the grace of God will be given to all who believe. And so we too are charged to take a message of grace to the world, to whoever is seeking mercy 
and will believe. And if there is resistance and refusal, we must continue to pray for them as Jesus prayed for Jerusalem. Our cities have churches and ministries on nearly every corner. And in other countries, there are people seeking God's grace and their need is not being met. But to conclude with the message of that remarkable woman, the Canaanite woman herself has for us. We must not think we are ever beyond God's love or his help. Amen.